0: Hello, people of Springfield. It is I, Brendan Kearney, and Eric Nielsen, known as That, to all you hip kids, here to bring you another podcast. So let's get back (laughs) to Marilyn Manson.
1: The Prince of Darkness. I'm not going to
0: talk for the rest of the episode because that just destroyed me. (laughs)
1: Marilyn Manson is...
0: Your paper's down there. A
1: real good boy. I'll just go off my phone. Wow.
0: What a techie. paper. All right. You, Sandy.
1: (laughs) A.K.A. Brian Hugh Warner is his real name, which I learned recently. I was... This is the most research I've ever done for one of these episodes. I got really into this topic. When I I started researching, I kind of had this viewpoint of, Marilyn Manson's cool, but I'm not a big fan of his music. And then I listened to his stuff, and he is a good... Would recommend, and I get so hype, and I look over at
0: Brendan, and he go, "I don't know who that is." Yeah, <laughs> well, still don't. I thought
1: that was like common knowledge, but
0: no, well, yeah.
1: Well, let us kick wow. Mike and then yeah. dig into we Brian. Wow, yeah. Brian. Boom
0: here. Kill kill me.
1: Brian Hugh Warner was <laughs> born in Canton, Ohio, on January 5th, 1969, and is the only. Child of Barbara Wire and Hugh Warner. He's the only child ever. The only
0: one. Uh,
1: he has also claimed that his mother's family, who hail from the Appalachian Mountains in uh, West yes. Virginia, have Sui heritage.
0: In his autobiography, Sui is a is a native.
1: Sui, I don't know. Yeah, it's it a is. native.
0: It's a native group in, in like Central uh, America. Oh, they're like so. He's, he's claiming that they're he's native, basically.
1: Huh. In his autobiography, *The Long Hard Road Out of Hell*, he detailed his g-
0: alley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He detailed his grandfather's alleged sexual fetishes, fetishes. Fetishes. As a child, Warner attended his mother's Eps- Episcopal. Hmm? I don't know what that word is. Episcopal. E-
0: Episcopal Church.
1: Episcoccal Church, oh. though his father was a Roman Catholic. He attended Heritage Christian High School from 1st to 10th grade and in that school his instructors tried to show children that the music they weren't supposed to listen to Warner then fell in love with quote what he wasn't supposed to do yay like, meaning heavy
0: metal and rock and roll Don't forget to mention the the fact that he got fucked up over the porno
1: Yeah well it's not a big of a high note but <laughs> yeah the porno kind of messed him up he talks about that in a couple the of interviews Bongo
0: titties get you <laughs> messy uppies Bongo titties
1: <laughs> I don't know what that is, but
0: you wanna know, don't you?
1: I'm slightly curious.
0: (laughs) Just says you're curious about ass. I'm
1: gay, but I'm slightly curious. (laughs) What all the people (laughs) there bongo titties are
0: ass. Yeah.
1: Alrighty. Warner later transferred to transformed this. (laughs) He transformed into Glen Oak High School. Yeah. And graduated from there in 1987. After relocating with his parents, he became a student at Broward Community College in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, in 1990. He was working towards a degree in journalism and gaining experience in the field by writing articles for the music magazine Twenty-Fifth Parallel, for people like Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, like I talked about. Yeah, we recorded this once already, and it didn't record. So yeah, well, you know, what? I feel like I'm reiterating, but I'm really not. So it's
0: déjà vu. I
1: was in, I in this been place, been Warner and his guitarist, Daisy Berkowitz whose real name was Scott Bwitzki. They just called him Daisy Berkowitz for some reason.
0: Uh What a pansy.
1: They formed Marilyn Manson and the Spooky Kids. (laughs) What a shitty name. Following conversations at the reunion room in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1989. Hmm. The name was later shortened to Marilyn Manson. While the Spooky Kids... Sorry, while with the Spooky Kids, Manson teamed up with Jordy White, also known as Twiggy Ramirez, Mm, and Stephen Gregory Byer Jr., who they also called Madonna Wayne Gacy, which is hilarious. Hmm? Everyone knows John Wayne Gacy, serial
0: killer boy. Oh,
1: didn't we talk about him already? No, not on this podcast. Oh, I thought we did. No, maybe later.
0: <laughs> it, uh, I don't know him either, so. You don't? You say everybody knows him, and then it's like the most obscure oh, person Oh, no, ever. not
1: everyone knows John Wayne Gacy. You know. just said everybody knows
0: him. Fool, exposed. The the recorder equipment caught you. Everyone who's into true
1: crime, as much as I am, Okay, there you go. In two side projects, <laughs> Trigger, Got you. Satan on the Fire, Salt. a Christian metal ensemble where he played bass guitar and drums in Mrs. Scabtree, You can't play both, what? At the same time, yep. Okay. A collaborative band formed with White and, and then girlfriend Jessica with a K. Huh? Jessica with a K. Kessica? Uh, Jessica.
0: <laughs> Jessica with why, a why Jessica with a K. A K? It's, yeah, it's a joke. As a way to combat. Just a bit of a
1: joke. Uh sorry. <laughs> it, uh, yep. It's me, Prince of Darkness. Hi. Yeah, here
0: we go. Uh,
1: as a as a shit. way to combat contractual agreements that prohibited Marilyn Manson from playing in certain clubs.
0: Oh, because of the name. Yeah. Nineteen
1: ninety three the band drew the attention of Trent Reznor. Uh Resner produced their 1994 debut album, Portrait of an American Family, and released it on his Nothing Records label. <laughs> which is a great name for a record company. Nothing yeah. Records? Just not. Who's publishing you? Nothing.
0: Yeah. We're getting oh. real quiet here. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, but...
1: The band be-
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that screams. That might be a bit better.
1: The band began to develop a cult following, which grew larger on the Downward Spiral Tour that featured Nine Inch
0: Nails and Jim Rose Circus. So he, he toured on the Downward Spiral one? Did yep. I hear that right? I have that album, actually. The Downward Spiral. I don't have any of the Marilyn Manson stuff. but Of course you <laughs> don't!
1: <laughs> All right. With the release of Smells Like Children in 1995. Five. No. <laughs> oh, That's funny. That EP yielded the band's first big MTV hit with Sweet Dreams Are Made of This cover of the 83 Arrhythmics hit. Yeah. Antichrist Superstar. Which is,
0: which is funny because we we just talked about how Alton Brown did the music video for Sweet Dreams Are Made Of This. Right?
1: That was uh, the one I love. Mm-mm. R.E.M.
0: I thought it was Sweet Dreams. No. Oh. It's so N- c-
1: Poor guy. Look at him. I'll you tuck it out. The one I love. This one goes out.
0: Never mind. To the- what guy go? To <laughs> go? Yeah. I thought it was... Okay. Different genre. Wow. I'm gonna go... Soft rock versus <laughs> heavy metal. Aw. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, he did
1: a cover of the Eurythics hit. Sure Richards. did. Uh, Antichrist <laughs> Superstar, co produced by Trent Reznor, was an even greater success, which he said was like, he worked many, many Turn hard. Your phone
0: he worked many, many hard on
1: that album. Did he? And he actually uh, ended up separating with Reznor because of that. Because had... he worked many hard and he did not? Because he was really working hard on it, and Reznor was like, I don't know if I agree with what you're doing. And he's like, It's my album. Get. <laughs> yeah, probably. Get. But yeah. <laughs> All right. in, in the U.S. alone, three... Is, it, is, is that
0: what the... That same album was the one that he... Uh, what do you mean? It, w- read back what you said the album thing was?
1: Antichrist Superstar, co-produced yeah, by Trent Reznor. Yeah, they told him later
0: about the uh, Jesus Christ Superstar thing.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, they told him, Manson, um, a few... Hmm. I think it was a couple months after he envisioned... Well, actually, there's... In grade 11, he wrote on his notebooks Antichrist Superstar. Oh, yeah. So he he's always had this idea in his mind, and then someone else told him about Jesus Christ Superstar, which I don't even know what that is.
0: It's a musical written by uh, the same guy who wrote Cats, the same guy who wrote Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, basically a bunch of the other stuff. Manson got
1: told name. about that, and he was like, "What? No, Antichrist Superstar, still the name.
0: Be gone thought."
1: <laughs> in the U.S. alone, three of the band's albums have been awarded two platinum, and three more went gold. Nice. And the band had seven releases debut in the top ten including two number one albums which
0: is dank that's that's two albums that's seven if you put two number one albums together that's two number one albums so sort of like a number one album and a number one album <laughs> that's each one album number one but then there's two number one albums
1: I'm just going to let him go. Right? <laughs> yes. Right? Hell? Yes. No. You're safe. Okay. Put on your shock blanket. My shock blanket? Yay. <laughs> You're like a dog who needs one of those hug sweaters. <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> Manson this is why we need a video oh.
0: over camera.
1: Manson first worked as a oh. producer with the band Jack Off Jill. Yay. Which he, he helped name the band and produced most of the band's early recordings. I'm going to distract you for a second. And you also played guitar on the song My Cat. And had the band open most of his South Florida shows. Manson later wrote the the liner notes to the band's album Humid Teenage Mediocracy. (laughs) Alright, he's just. I don't even. This is my favorite. A collection of early Jack-off-Jill recordings. Early Jack-off-Jill. I read it as Jack and Jill earlier, like the Adam Sandler movie. Oh, so you thought it was okay, but now it's not. No, Jack-off-Jill. Jack-off-Jill is not okay. Commentators have referred to the band's lead singer as being one of the most iconic and controversial figures in heavy metal music history, (coughs) with some going so far as to call him a pop culture icon.
0: Wow, that's really far. Paste (laughs) Too far. (laughs) Too soon.
1: Paste Magazine said there were Quote, few artists in the 90s as shocking as Marilyn Manson, the most wow. famous of the shock rockers. The
0: shock rockers. It's
1: not ASMR. I don't understand what that is still. Audio, sensory, meridian response. Yeah, but what does
0: it mean? I'll explain later. Why not now? Me no now want. Okay, fine. We're switching topics. It's ASMR week. No. What does ASMR stand for?
1: ASMR is like, you know when like someone whispers in your ear and you're like, spine hair tingle spine hairs
0: spine hairs yeah the hairs in the back okay, of your neck that's tingle what it
1: means you know and you like get all yeah mm. it's basically okay. a head orgasm wow Manson had appeared as a guest performer on DMX's album Flesh of My Flesh Blood of My Blood and on Godhead's 2000 Years of Human Error album Mm. The only album released on the vanity <laughs> label Posthumous.
0: I'm trying to be like super into this, but I'm not. I'm I know sorry. you aren't. I'm so trying. I'm into it, so I'll be yes, up for you. Yes, Marilyn Manson. How I Do Love. <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Please. More. <laughs> He's a good. Marilyn dude. Manson. I'm going
1: to get you to like his music. Eventually. Okay. 2011, it was revealed that Manson was to appear on the singer Skylar Gray's album Invisible on the track entitled Can't Haunt Me. Manson released his 8th studio album Born Villain in May 2012 and on November 10th, 2014,
0: Whoa, two times he released that album. <laughs>
1: released it every day.
0: Did he did he actually release it two times or am I just mishearing you? No, you misheard. Oh, okay.
1: November 10th, 2014, Manson posted via his official Facebook okay. page that his ninth oh, studio yes. album The Pale Emperor would be released on January 20th, 2015. Moving on to September. Did it get released? It did, yeah. Of course it did. okay. I
0: was going to say, that would be funny if it didn't. False truth. On August
1: 15th, this is a real important one. August 15th, 2015, Manson had New Orleans Brass Ensemble, The Soul Rebels, perform Beautiful People with him live in Japan at the Summer Sonic Music Festival. Ah, yes. Which is one of his greatest songs, which is, I love that song. Really? Really? It's a, good, it's a good commentary on how society is to stay obsessed with beauty. Yeah. You know, it's like targeted marketing. Like, yeah. You can't be look good unless you're covered in face goop. Face goop. We've been like that forever, though. It's sad. Yeah, know. really. It's... Manson comments on that a lot, which is part of why I you like it. You forgot to mention the whole Columbine thing. I'm getting to it. All right. On September 30th, 2017, Manson was injured by two large falling stage props. While heck he, in heck, that's two large falling While he stage performed pops. on stage at the Hammerstein Ballroom oh, yeah. in
0: New York. That was part of the show, actually. Breaking his fibula in two <laughs> places. Hammerstein, they were just like, Wa-ka-ka-boom.
1: boom. Yeah. <laughs> like a
0: little tiny, little hammer. Like, I just imagine, like, God just being like, Whoo-hoo. Like, it's a little <laughs> Tinker toy set. Like... <laughs> Gonna get him saying (laughs)
1: anti-Semitism. That's how I always imagine God, with two little hammers attacking people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) He required a plate and ten screws to be inserted into the bone, as well as another screw in his ankle, which he had sprained during a show in Pittsburgh. Why would you do? So yeah, I think I'll get into his Columbine stuff right now, because I don't know if it mentions it on Wikipedia, but um, Manson is known for this really, like, dark, you know, creepy imagery. Uh-huh. And after Columbine... <laughs> Sorry. Wow, well, that was bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was not... What I... And <laughs> after Columbine happened, the not the largest school shooting in history, but definitely the one that shook the nation the most, mm. is um, a lot of people tried to blame Manson because they were all dressed in black. And this p- made Manson super depressed. And he actually was, like, very reclusive for a couple years. And then uh, I think it was a year after they... Manson performed in the town Littleton, Colorado, which is yeah. where the incident happened, and he said uh, I knew, I had this fear that if I went on stage they were going to try and kill me but I wasn't going to let them suppress my artistic freedom, Yeah. which is swell, w- swell guy
0: Yeah.
1: and he they interv- Michael Moore interviewed him for Bowling for Columbine and asked him like, what would you say to the victims of Columbine, and he said uh, I wouldn't say anything to the kids, I'd let them talk, because no one seems to be listening to them And then the public went, Manson! Yeah, "Yeah." (laughs) the public went, Sorry, Manson, you're actually a really cool dude. And he kind of stepped back out into the world. And that (laughs) (laughs) went, Yo, guess who's back? (laughs) Manson, gay. (laughs) Manson made his film debut in 1997 as an actor in David Lynch's Lost Highway. Hmm. Since then, he's appeared in a variety of minor roles and cameos, including Party Monster... (laughs) Then Wait, girlfriend what? Rose McGowan's 1999 film, Jawbreaker, Asia Argentino's 2004 film, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, Rise the Higher. <laughs> That's all one thing, so I don't know. Wow. Beat the Devil, the sixth installment of the BMW film series, and Showtime's comedy drama TV series, Californication in 2013, where he played himself. Hard role. He also. Have hardest,
0: <laughs> hardest role there.
1: He also appeared on HBO's Eastbound and Down. I don't know what that is, but I imagine it's one of those like Scotland Yard type shows. Huh? Of which Manson is reportedly a longtime fan and had lobbied to appear on for years. And ABC's Once Upon a Time, for which he will provide the voice of the character Shadow. So that's cool. The Hedgehog. <laughs> He has, nah. appe- he has appeared in animated form.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the, one he, re- that's the one. he has escalated to animated form. Yeah, I think he is what ascended to animated Jump form. Jumped into the TV and into the in reality. In
1: High, and participated in several episodes of MTV series Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Becoming the show's unofficial champion and mascot.
0: Yeah, I want him as a mascot. <laughs> Eric Nielsen,
1: mascot. Oh. <laughs> Are you, like, slowly, like, falling apart?
0: I might be. Make get the like Frankenstein tape. we're like gonna fix you up yeah
1: help also an interesting thing to note about Marilyn Manson is Johnny Depp used him as inspiration to play Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate
0: Factory I actually found a really cool picture of him that looks like uh, Willy Wonka it's, it's a pretty... he does he does If you, like the, he does after... <laughs> I have nothing else to say but he does like not in one of his like Marilyn Manson things but like it's him in like a tie yeah and I'll, I'll see if I can there's I a great name.
1: picture of him in the Mickey Mouse outfit <laughs>
0: it's hilarious i will do some images so yeah you do that. show that the room.
1: listeners an image i will Brendan.
0: you guys look at this look uh if you decode this sound format into, um, <laughs> yeah that'll show you what <laughs> the image is he really had, so he's, he's working on his directorial debut like he's even got the gloves and everything it's like
1: yeah he's a good or that he one. had been working on his directorial debut phantasmagoria the visions of lewis carroll a project that had been in development hell since 2004, with Manson also set to portray the role of Lewis Carroll, author of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Initially announced as a web-only release, it was later decided to give the estimated $4.2 million budget film a conventional cinema release with a slated release date of mid-2007. Let's skip ahead because this is boring. Art (sighs) career basically yeah he did a lot of different work in film but it's very boring to discuss all right Manson started it Manson stated in a 2004 interview with ID magazine to have begun his career as a watercolor painter in 1999 I believe it where he made five minute concept pieces and then sold them to drug dealers yeah I don't know how he he just like called drug dealers I don't know
0: <laughs> he probably knew him I don't
1: know I think don't... He, I don't know if he was sober but I feel like he was I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On September 13th to 14th 2002 his first show the golden <laughs> age of Grotesque.
0: Second, like people back like 10 years ago being like what's that one guy from t- two and a half men Charlie Sheen yeah being like Charlie Sheen I I don't know if he is sober like like, like <laughs> I don't know I can't tell and like yeah yeah too, okay
1: fair enough you know I want to believe he is so
0: you can believe Eric fact maybe he's sober <laughs> you you don't know I mean like People,
1: yeah. It's not like it's a bad
0: thing, but it's just all over.
1: Art show, gallery of the sorry, the Golden Age of gallery of the (laughs) gurk, gallery of gurks. The Golden Age of the Grotesque was held at the Los Angeles Contemporary Exhibition Center. Art in America's Max Henry likened them to the works of quote a psychiatric patient given materials to use as therapy, (laughs) and said his work would never be taken seriously in a fine art context, writing that the value was in their celebrity, not the work. Which I guess makes sense. On September 14th to 15th, 2004, Manson held another exhibition on the first night in Paris and the second in Berlin. The show was named Trismegatus, which was also the title of the centerpiece of the exhibition. A large, three-headed Christ painted onto an antique wood panel from a portable embalmer's table. Huh? Huh? You know, embalmers, it's yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, it's you know. like, what? <laughs> Three headed Jesus on an embalmer's table. All right. What else could you ask for? Manson named his self proclaimed art movement Celebrate. Sorry, Celebrate. Celebritarian Corporation. That's it. Last time I said Celebration Corporation. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> My doc ought, I call Celebrate!
0: Yeah. I <laughs> just love the thought
1: of that. He has coined a slogan for the movement, quote, We will sell our shadow to those who stand within it. Which is kind of cool. I didn't get it the first time I read it, but I get it now. It makes sense. Really? You didn't get it the first time you read it? No. Huh. I was just like, reading words. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm like... I do like reading words. It has... They sucked. never mean nothing to me, but... That's Manson... probably a bit... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read no damn word. Manson has made an appearance in the video game Area 51 as Edgar, a gray alien. Yay. His song, Crucifixion in Space, is featured in a commercial for the video game, The
0: Darkness.
1: (laughs) My favorite game. His likeness is also featured on Celebrity Deathmatch video game, for which he recorded a song for the soundtrack. The song, Use Your Fist, Not Your Mouth, was the credit score of the game. Cold Fear, as well as Spawn Armageddon. I'm just kind of cool. Remember Spawn? Uh, The comic book boy? Nah. You didn't grow up with me? No. You weren't, like, attached to me my entire childhood? Okay. Why did you say
0: remember him like I was with you when you I did? know, that's why I'm... Yeah, I was like, what? I'm not your brother. <laughs> brother. Do
1: you recall? Yes. The song Four Rusted Horses. <laughs> which, Sorry. I don't know how horses can rust, but alright.
0: <coughs> had an alternate... I think mean, it means some, like, horsepower kind of thing.
1: Had an alternate version used in the trailers for the video game Fear 3. I don't know what that game is.
0: Oh, Fear is, like, a shooter game, I think.
1: A remix of the song Tainted Love appears in the debut trailer for the game Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and in the launch trailer of Twisted Metal, which is a great game.
0: Twisted Metal is just like a Monster Mania game, isn't it?
1: Twisted Metal is like a racy blow 'em up game.
0: Oh, okay, sure.
1: Manson's song The Beautiful People was featured in WWE SmackDown, <laughs> Shut Your Mouth, Kick Beat, and Brutal Legend.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of games that just use popular songs this as is, a soundtrack. Thing. I think
1: I just found my favorite song title. The song Arm a Goddamn Motherfucking Geddon <laughs> okay. is also featured in Saints Row the Third.
0: Saints Row, yeah. That
1: makes sense. His music video to the song Personal Jesus was used in some parts of the Buzz game series. Mm-hmm. Why would you say it like that? Because it's Buzz! With an exclamation point at the end of oh, it. Oh,
0: okay. Makes sense.
1: Some other ventures. he's Manson launched Manasith. His own brand of Swiss-made absinthe, Which has received mixed reviews. It's very, very strong alcohol. Oh. Which has received some mixed reviews. Some critics describe the taste as being just plain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, critics. But it came second to Versinth in the Absinthe Top Five and won a gold medal at 2008 San Francisco World Spirits Competition. Didn't know that's a fucking thing. I didn't either. It's but... Interesting. Other reviewers, such as critics at the wormwood society ah, yes, have wormwood. given the absinthe moderately high praise
0: moderately high praise it's like somewhat what is that what did we say last episode uh, kind of, Mostly, George mostly mostly high
1: mostly praised Most. in 2015 manson stated that he was no longer drinking absinthe <laughs>
0: I, i'm like, not i
1: overdid it okay sure what do you want to hear about? Vocal style? Law- this
0: like a... Uh, oh my Choose
1: God. your own episode. Um, you want to hear about his books, awards?
0: I want to hear about his lawsuits. Lawsuits, alrighty. You already? What, did you explain the name in the to the viewers here? Oh,
1: I haven't. Marilyn Manson comes from I mean, um,
0: viewers, but yeah, the viewers. Thanks for watching this audio clip. You better be watching the. the Never audio take your anymore.
1: eyes off the audio.
0: We told you this before, especially you. Nut Lizard King. Yeah, I'm looking at you. We're looking at you through the mic. Didn't know it was omnidirectional, did you? Let's lose one of our five listeners (laughs) right now.
1: (laughs) Marilyn Manson comes from, he wanted to portray the two extremes of, like, basically American celebrities, which are, you know, pop stars and actresses as one form, and criminals being the other form that you really see in the media. Yeah, that's a good, good... One golden the star <laughs> pinned to you. Vocabulary. I appreciate it. So he chose the name Marilyn Monroe to show the good side, and he just took the first name Marilyn and Charles Manson, which is horrible cult leader criminal boy, and he took Marilyn Manson, stuck them together. And he said the first time he said those words out loud, he felt like it was a magic word, <laughs> like
0: he was meant to have that name. Marilyn Manson. Holy shit, you just turned into a dragon. <laughs> Rock now! Yeah. That dragon can fucking shred on guitar, dude. Yeah, that's. Fucking, I wish Pete's dragon was like that. <laughs> Pete's, drag- Pete's dragon, the fucking band. Pete's Manson. Pete's Manson. I I want to see the Pete's Dragon band. That band of fucking. I'd watch yeah. that. September,
1: 1996, former bassist Gidget Geen, heck, negotiated a settlement with Manson where he would receive in U.S. money. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars and twenty cents. Mm. Oh no, I'm sorry. Seventeen point five zero 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 point two zero percent of any royalties paid for recordings, and for any songs he had a hand in writing, and his share of any other royalties or fees the group earned while he was a member. All right. And he could market himself as the former member Marilyn Manson. The settlement was not honored, however. Former guitarist and founding member Scott Potetsky a.k.a. Daisy Berkowitz (laughs)
0: that guy, that motherfucker
1: filed a $15 million lawsuit in Fort Lauderdale Court against the singer, the band and the band's attorney in January 1998 after his departure from the group in the spring of 1996 Berkowitz claimed thousands of dollars in royalties I don't know why I said it like it's a quote he claimed thousands of dollars in royalties. <laughs> he claimed
0: thousands of dollars <laughs> in royalties, publishing well, rights, and performance right fees,
1: and filed an attorney malpractice suit against Kodakow, alleging that Kodakow represented Warner's interests more than the band's and gave Warner disproportionate control. That's
0: like what happens with every single band ever.
1: Yeah, we had that with uh, John Fogerty.
0: Yeah, John Fogerty. The same, same thing, thing happens with, um, oh, what's his name, the guy who shot himself in the head. Kirk Cobain. Yeah, Kirk Cobain and uh another couple bands that i can't think of right now oh uh guns N' roses same yeah, thing G&R, happens with guns yeah. N' roses and ac well not acdc no acdc is okay um i was thinking just cuz guns N' roses and acd yeah whatever by
1: october that year the suit had been settled out of court for an undisclosed amount wow another thing i forgot to mention is that um new jersey he was going to perform in new jersey and the entire state of New Jersey basically said, "We do not want you to perform here after Columbine," yeah, because he was such a controversial figure. And so Manson sued the state of New Jersey and won. Wow,
0: for obstructing his for obstructing freedom.
1: his right freedom of speech. Yeah, which was awesome
0: to hear about the
1: yeah. fact that you can sue an entire state and well, win. Yeah, because
0: the state was yeah, it would have been the state official that would have been yeah so you can do
1: that November 30th 1998 i a... so Canada <laughs> <laughs> piss off go yeah November 30th 1998 a few days after the band accumulated a total of more than $25,000 in backstage and hotel room damages during the huh? pokeepski New York stop in their mechanical animals tour basically they destroyed the fuck out of this hotel room what the fuck editor craig marks filed a 24 million dollar lawsuit against manson and his bodyguards the owner of the hotel of course yeah and on february 19th 1999 manson countersued marks for libel slander and defamation of characters seeking 40 million in reparation
0: nice
1: marks dropped the lawsuit immediately Like okay sorry manson apologized to the staff for the incident and offered to make a financial restitution yeah, I
0: mean that's fair. You shouldn't just like go around beating the fuck out of hotel rooms. I agree. Chill out. <laughs> August second, two thousand seven. Former
1: band member Stephen Byer fa- fa- filed a lawsuit. Fa- fa- filed a lawsuit against Manson for unpaid quote partnership proceeds, seeking twenty million in back pay. Several details from the lawsuit leaked to the press in December two thousand seven. And Manson countersued, claiming that Byer failed to fulfill his duties as a band member to play for recordings and to promote the band. Which, yeah. If you're a band member, you have to be a band member. It makes sense. Huh. December 28th, 2009, the suit was settled with an agreement which saw Byer's attorneys being paid a total of $380,000. Alright. On to his charitable causes, which are almost as cool as Manson is if not I found cooler, some
0: cool stuff for you too which you won't know from the Rolling Stone obviously I'll read it and you get spotlight okay
1: Manson had supported various charitable causes throughout his career In 2002 he worked with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to collaborate with a fan who'd been diagnosed with life-threatening illnesses 16 year old Andrew Baines from Tennessee was invited to the band's recording studio to record backing vocals for the upcoming album The Golden Age of the Grotesque that is awesome. Yeah. Backup vocals. That's sweet. Manson said on his website, quote, Yesterday I spent the afternoon with Andrew, who reminded me of the things I create are only made complete by those who enjoy them. I just want to simply say, thank you, Andrew, for sharing such an important wish with me. Huh. He contributed to Oxfam's 2013 Rumble in the Jumble event. Which raised money to aid victims of domestic and sexual abuse in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. He supported various organizations such as Music for Life and Little Kids Rock, which enable access to musical instruments and education to children of low income families. He's also worked with Project Nightlight, a group that encourages children and teenagers to speak out against physical and sexual abuse. All right. Bad time to laugh. What are you? Sorry. You Sorry, you found some good. Meme? I did.
0: I'm just, I'm just I'm in two worlds right now. So, I'm curious about what you found, cause yeah, it's an interview with him from the Rolling Stones. So, cause so I was curious, uh, um, whether or not he's like sober or not, and so I googled it. But I, there's like a bunch of questions on here, but he's answered. Oh, once them
1: upon like... a time, he played Peter Pan's shadow. What a role! Hmm. He has been in. Filmography and TV. I'm just going to give this a quick read and wait for you to come back to this realm. <laughs> he has been in all of the following TV shows and movies. Lost Highway, Celebrity, Deathmatch, Jawbreaker, Clone High, Bowling for Columbine, Party Monster, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, Born a Villain, Wrong Cops, California Cation, Celebrity Ghost Stories, Once Upon a Time, Phantasmagoria, The Vision of Lewis Carroll, Sons of Anarchy, Let Me Make You a Mater in Salem. Which is quite a lot of things. And he wrote three books? Huh.
0: All right, what'd you find? So, um... Fill me in. We're you you want to know about his... You thought he was sober? <clears throat> oh, no. So here's a quote from him. I've know. smoked human bones and taken acid. Oh. I don't want to do either again, because your demons all appear when you smoke bones or do <laughs> acid.
1: <laughs> when you smoke bones.
0: He said bath salts are the drugs <laughs> that he would never do. But human says, bones I I'll do. I don't want my flesh to fall off. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the older deals, you get, dude. the more demons you chase around, you have nightmares. I have like two demons right now. So I can't. is there anything about Donald Trump that you admire? I do admire the fact that he created Trump Tower because when I did an interview and it went wrong, I got arrested for putting a gun in the mouth of an editor of Spin. <laughs> I hid from the law there. That's the good thing he built. What <laughs> the hell? Manson was sued in oh. 1999 for threatening to kill an editor of Spin, and his bodyguards were accused of assaulting the editor. Still love him. Yeah. Wow. Wow yeah there you go
1: what an interesting boy yeah
0: so up up farther um yeah uh his his um favorite like his his music what he draws on mm. like draws on sorry his uh inspirations here let's let's see uh his heroes and why he says musically Bowie David Bowie, Alice cooper, and Iggy pop oh sweet yeah.
1: All those people I also enjoy.
0: Yeah. And uh, he said he his first video he ever saw on MTV was Ashes to Ashes. Ah, uh, yes. And he said he was really drawn to the sound of his voice. And um, maybe I'm just going on to some other ones. This is really funny. Oh, I forgot to this mention. This is what I was laughing at. Sorry, you go ahead.
1: Um, Marilyn Manson is a firm believer in Anton LaVey and a member of the Church of Satan. Uh-huh. I forgot to mention that.
0: Good for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, here we go. What are the most important rules you live by? Rule number one, don't make beats that confuse strippers. I've told this to several drummers <laughs> like John Hom and Dave Lomber from Slayer. Rule two, don't make a romantic movie that doesn't include some sort of romantic element. Uh don't make a movie sorry don't make a don't make a movie period the essence of everyone's hopes and dreams is to find somebody to share their lives with unless you're a complete sociopath which I consider myself a very well trained psychopath but psychopaths don't have an emotional element to their actions rule three would be to remember the first two rules but also to remember your own advice of course
1: you know what I didn't realize until right now in the movie uh, Party Monster was talking about yeah Marilyn Manson plays a woman Christina Superstar
0: and, uh, that's here's, interesting huh. uh, what's the best advice you ever got and he says as a kid my dad told me son when you get your first job fire somebody so everyone fears you
1: <laughs> there's him playing Christina wow. Superstar
0: <laughs> now I think I interpreted it wrong because I think what he meant to say is inspire awe in the people you that you work with they don't need to fear you but they need to respect you and be in awe of what you do yeah hmm.
1: cool Smoked human bones, that's crazy. You're
0: from Canton, Ohio. What's the most Canton thing about you? That I lost my virginity there and got crabs at the same time. Oh. That is a terrible thing that is disqualified now by the fact that women tend to use... Disqualified? ...laser hair removal or waxing. So it eliminates the risk of crabs. Who in 10th grade has crabs? I guess that's unfortunate. <laughs> Slutty can't. cheerleader in Canton, Ohio.
1: Oh, he's so yeah. direct. Great
0: yeah. guy. Uh, his favorite book as a kid was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty interesting. Favorite
0: book. music moves you the most. Uh, my favorite song of all time is Moonlight Sonata by Beethoven. Every time I hear it, it soothes me, and it also gives me dark thoughts.
1: <laughs> it's those are very opposite things.
0: Yeah. What do you do to relax? I watch a film. I'm sitting right now in front of a wall, white wall in my house where I project movies onto instead of using a television. My friends that I, I that have the most money in the world. They come to my house and are astonished by the fact that I have a projector player and a white wall. They're like, wow, how do you do that? I'm just like, it's just a fucking projector playing on the wall. <laughs> I like to watch movies here because there's no strangers around. <laughs> and uh, the, the greatest movie was uh, The Strange Color of Your Body's Tears, a foreign film cool another interesting thing
1: about Marilyn Manson is Johnny Depp and Marilyn Manson are longtime friends and they have matching back tattoos Wow. and they have performed together on multiple occasions that's heckin weird that's heckin awesome
0: they both smoke human bones together (laughs) yeah what else do you do with Marilyn Manson I mean yeah smoke bones so what's the most indulgent purchase you ever made he says he doesn't have any vehicles and he's not a typical person that goes out and buys cars. I don't have a driver's license, so I think the most indulgent thing purchase I made recently came from an auction of some Hannibal Lecter's items. I bought the kill suit that he wore to make sure not to get blood on your suit and shoes. His apron that he used when he cooked that also had blood on it. The knife and <laughs> severed tongue on Anna Klumsky's arm. Ooh. She had an arm severed on the show. I ran into Brian Fuller the creator of the show, and he said, Oh, I heard that you bought all this stuff. I'm the one who created Hannibal. I said to him, Tell Anna that I was rich enough to buy her arm and jack myself off with it.
1: (laughs) I just found this awesome thing. Is that... Are you gonna recover? I'm gonna hide. I'm dead inside, so it doesn't even bug me. One time, Marilyn Manson wrote the word fuck on his face to keep the paparazzi
0: away. Didn't really work. He just wrote
1: it in, like, Sharpie on his face.
0: Wow. Uh... The woman in the movie that puts the lotion in the basket that gave me... Oh, oh yeah, he bought Reese. He bought the woman... he um, okay Also, through a friend of the friend, the woman in the movie that puts the lotion in the basket gave me the actual lotion from The Silence of the Lambs. I don't know if she stole it from the <laughs> set or whatever, but it made me really, really happy.
1: Once in an interview, Manson said that he only has sex with the lights off and his underwear around his ankles because he has a phobia that his house will catch on fire. He's just got to be ready to go. <laughs> Huh? Is there anything else he says? Oh, there's a bottle of his absinthe that I was talking about. That's cool artwork on there.
0: Uh, uh, Marilyn Manson, Absinthe. What,
1: well, Manthenth? <laughs> yeah. That's where the name came from.
0: I guess this will be a shorter episode, unless you have anything more to just throw in there. Because I found some interesting human bone smoking.
1: <laughs> some- He's Manson- gonna.
0: You'll die real quick, actually. Manson is a very big article. fan of
1: video games, and sometimes brings his Nintendo DS with him while traveling <laughs>
0: for tours. Please. Yes. That is amazing. I would. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Heck. He's probably a big fan of he's probably got a switch now. He's been
1: nominated four times for the Grammy Awards, but he has never won one. Poor guy. That is a poor guy. But I mean that's really all I have on him.
0: Really? I thought you had more for that guy.
1: I have a I
0: don't know. You said he was a director, did you lie?
1: No, he directed a few things. I'll Google her up right now. I know he um I really didn't know he played a woman a woman in that one movie. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, there you go. I knew he did drag a couple times, but
0: well, and he also did bones. <laughs> You're focused on the bones. I guess that's pretty big. Yeah, that's
1: not a. How do you get in possession of human bones?
0: Be like, yeah whatever. Let's th- smoke it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's I a... found his IMDb. Let me check that out. Yeah. What did he do?
1: Known for Detroit. Ron... Oh, he was in The Matrix. He's in The Matrix. Yeah. Nice. Matrix, good movie. Rough night. Oh, um, Vampire Diaries.
0: <laughs> oh, those are songs that he's the
1: soundtrack. Oh, okay, that's not oh, he's, movies he's been
0: okay, in. Never mind. Exposed Well, I mean, we can just call it off.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We're I don't good. know what else you want. We got, we a, got a lot of good
0: Director we, we got, Here
1: we go. Eight. Marilyn Manson, slow motion. Huh. Lest we forget the video collection. Guns, God, and government world tour. Yeah. Mob scene Duple hearts Marilyn Manson This
0: is the new shit Video short Was it Smoking bones <laughs> This is the new shit <laughs> Wow Never want my be- my skin to fall off But I'll smoke them bones Yeah Like jeez <laughs> I don't know why you even would it's...
1: Also I read a thing that apparently what, He has two different col- color contact lenses in yeah. He said that's in Kind of like honoring David Bowie Because he always had the different sized pupils Oh For Ziggy Stardust
0: for the eee. the cocaine
1: nice. <laughs> yeah the international sound of cocaine <laughs> eee. Eee.
0: nose ribbon, yeah mm. so that's that's that
1: my yeah my yeah my yeah I was gonna hint on my next one but I'm I'm not doing
0: one yeah, next you're not year, doing is. the next one I gotta make sure that I got this right because I'm pretty sure I know who my next one is but I want to double check
1: double check
0: for double the check heck heck. double check oh the next man Wow, we're already on seventeen. This is seventeen, dude. Is it? Yeah. Wow. So it's it's three more episodes. I'm excited till the, the season next finale. One. This next guy, <laughs> he, he's a mysterious mother. Not no wait, I was gonna say motherfucker, but then I I realized that I have grandparents and parents listening. But what, I just you said, still it said it anyway. anyway. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, he's a mysterious guy, who. Lives a mysterious life. People still don't know much about him. But I'm going to go and bring up the fan theories, the theories, and my Ooh. own theories. Okay. Plus the facts.
1: I was wondering how you were going to do it.
0: And that's what's going to happen for this next episode. This next guy, he's a he's a strange guy. I love him. Oh, man. He's, he's captured my heart. Yeah. I mean, not a good guy after watching him be himself. But, yeah. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I wanna make so many jokes right now but I can't Yeah,
0: I'm trying to hold myself back. It'll be a good episode. Enjoy Please enjoy it. Yeah. Check
1: us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
0: And you're either listening on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. Or the void. Yeah, that's, that's we a often good one. forget about the void. Yeah. Don't we forget to... about
1: the void. That that should be how we end every segment. Don't forget about the void. Don't forget.
0: About the void.
1: Yay. Yeah. This has
0: been The narrative, Manson guy, Spoke City.